off camera over there is Chris. If you want to scoot in and say hello, Chris. Hello, everybody. All right. Got two-thirds, about 50% of the team here today, right? 60%. All right. Uh, important uh, to note, market's trading higher. We broke out of uh, key resistance areas yesterday. And, uh, you know, typically the way the market traded yesterday, if you looked at uh, the research uh, that we put out yesterday, Pat compiles every morning on the blog. On the new site, it'll be under uh, under uh, research. So um, the market is, you know, just think about all the bad news we've got we, we received this week. Walmart had its worst day ever. The stock goes down by six bucks seven in seventeen years. And you know, typically a lot of people think that Walmart is the way the economy is moving. I mean, there's 200 million people a week who walk through a Walmart store. And so if Walmart does well, that means the rest of the economy is doing well. And typically the the middle class to lower end of the economy because they're mostly the shoppers that are um, shopping at Walmart. They're not the people that really are shopping at uh, Gucci, right? People shopping at Gucci are always doing well, right? So anyway, um, the market, could be part. I mean, the most important thing today is going to be the opening uh, bracket. If we get an opening drive, all right, um, we think that the market has the uh, enough momentum with an opening drive that could take us up to the 2049 area. And we'll spell it out. We'll show it to you on profile. But uh, there's another key chart that, that you put out on the blog. It's on the blog. I did, yeah. Okay, so make sure you go to blog. We'll try to you know, put it out on the Twitter chart also. You know, we got to understand that uh, when the new site comes out, all this information is when I start sharing charts, I'm going to show you where our research is at. You can go and get this, but you're going to have to go and register for free on the, on the site and be able to access the uh, research that we're putting out. Now, we are now adding uh, CL and we have added gold to that research. And uh, we are uh, moving quickly to get everything out and start the funding program and also um, the new site will be out so uh anything you want to add to the, the before i get into the research yeah we, we want to mention that uh, our new trading platform is also going to work on the mac so for those users that uh, so far have been able to uh, to trade using your mac our new platform will actually offer that capability and and also mobile apps they'll have an android and phone app that you'll be able to access the market it's going to be really cool really uh, nifty so let me start uh, sharing screens and um, let's get to it, get into it. So let me share this screen. All right. So here's the research. Here's the research that's put out every morning. It takes Pat about an hour and a half to put all this stuff up, right? And you can get all this information right off our blog every morning, right? First of all, we get to our disclaimer, right? So you understand how dangerous future trading can be, right? And, okay, here's another disclaimer. I don't have to read it. Most of you should be able to read it, and it's also on our videos, right? Okay, so you can get all this information that's put out, average, average high from the opening for over the last 10 days. So that means on the opening print, Whatever the opening print is, the average high has been 1,550 points from the opening print over the last 10 days. 
we do it and pad also composites for 10 days now we have the average low 950 1300 average daily range so all this information is available on the blog and we put it out in different uh periods okay so then you have to look at here average rotation is 22 ticks which is 550 points that's over a five minute period so that's the average rotation for the last 30 days the last 30 days and then we put out uh, support resistance here to find the, the bull bill zone, the VPOC, value area high, low, and so on. And then you will get to Pat's commentary. And this is the commentary. I'll just read it to you so you understand that when I do the video, it's a combination of what Pat's done and uh, uh, what I do. And then I'll get back to this chart that he showed uh, here down on the bottom. Okay, so the overnight session is in balance. This is slightly short. The buyers continue to be in control of this market. Yesterday's action confirmed the willingness of buyers to push the market back up into the long-term balance area where we've spent most of the year prior to the August correction. The trading range extends all the way to the all-time all highs. We'll see if today brings buyers again to, the, to get us further away from the 2015 support zone. A less likely hypothesis would be to re-enter the lower balance zone again that extends down to 1985. Look at look for the decision point to be at our bull bear zone of 2011. Okay. So then we've got this chart. Yeah. It's a long term chart. Click on it; it'll, it'll expand out. Uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Also. All right. So we put that out on Twitter. Um, you, you know that when we start the site, even though the research will be free, uh, free all the stuff will not always be put on Twitter. There will only be different uh, 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 tidbits of information we'll put out on Twitter. All right. So so if you read here, it says breakout of balance at the 2015-2050, upper resistance. 2015 is now support if we are to continue higher. Okay. All right. Market holding lower range of the balance area right in here. Okay. So that was yesterday's low. Uh, I don't even think we took out, we, we missed taking out the, or uh, trading down to the yesterday's VPOC of uh, 1988. Yeah, we had a gap also we didn't fill from the day session point of view. Right. And if you, you know, if, if we look at this, uh, the balance area we're talking about is this whole thing right here that spans over several days, okay? And we broke out of there yesterday. It held, this was a very, uh, very good, you know, healthy move. Uh, Lewis and I were arguing about this somewhat unpredictable and in, in how fast it occurred. But we do need continuation today. And uh, it's not the typical start of a trend day because we probably will open slightly lower uh, since uh, I think the, the overnight session is somewhat uh, short. But uh, it's uh, so it's missing an opening gap to really have an open drive and trade higher from here. But it doesn't mean we can't have one. So what we do need to look for is support the bull bear zone or higher and an open drive with all the internals going in the same direction. High take values, uh, all the sisters going along with the move. All right, all right so once you got the foundation for the, uh, for the research right then we go out there and we start looking at other things right so i i have and i have patent you know this is the things that we've been doing 
So you know that if you take a look at that purple line, I had on that as a long-term unfinished top, right? So we hit it yesterday in uh, bracket P. And then when I see single prints from back in the past, and I'm not going to scroll back because I'm having a lot of trouble keeping my chart center uh, because I don't understand how to use them as well. But we'll, you know, that'll, right? So we have, we had single prints starting at 2019.75 up to 22 and a quarter. And if we keep going up this way, you'll see that we've got single prints starting at 23.75, ending here at 28.5. We've got a naked VPOC up here, this, this dotted line at 20.30.50. There's 20.43.50. This one's, there's one here too at 20.30.5. Okay, I'm not up there yet. All right, and now we have single prints also from 2036, all right, up to 2041. And then here's the 204350 naked V pocket. So when you get single prints and so on, you know, that's that's typical market that accelerated and also what we call poor structure, right? So that's why we always think when markets return, they're gonna to return to uh, areas that have poor structure. So single prints, are one line of letter that has nothing else to the right of it, correct? So this is why, and 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 this is what, um, even, even though that Pat and I and Chris, we do, and Charlie, we actually, everybody does their own research. We all have our tools, and then we get together, we try to get, uh, what I guess, the terminology kind of confluence yeah, in the new consensus. Term. Yeah, consensus. And, you know, when we all arrive at the same uh, uh, conclusion, I think, uh, you know, that's the key to the market. Now, the only thing that I can, I'm going to give you a little warning about is that, uh, you know, it's Friday. And uh, typically, the last Fridays uh, we have had, it's going to be, it's all going to happen in the opening range, guys. Opening range is going to tell you whether uh, we're going to get a, a big drive today because, Typically on Friday, we've been making a range in uh, uh, a B and C, and then the rest of the day, we make a big range in, a, uh, in B and C, and typically we've been uh, staying inside the BC range, and uh, the, the market does uh, sort of a back and forth. But, uh, you know, based on the fact that we broke out, and I know, just think about it, I mean, I can't even believe sometimes that the market's trading at these levels with all the negative news. Right. The Fed, we're we're looking at we're data dependent if we're going to raise rates. Well, they didn't raise rates. So that means the data must be negative. Right. And then you hear about what's going on in China and the global slowdown and all the problems with the EU. You've got Volkswagen. You've got Greece. Now we've got Portugal. I mean, uh, uh, Puerto Rico. I mean, it's just like one big. Uh, and then I think they said the world uh, economy, I think that the. the uh, but, output right now is down seven percent so we're typically uh in in some areas that are uh, uh and, and what's happening in the in the u.s markets we're, we're looking like we're trending back to the all-time highs by the end of the year yeah. and uh so and have also trees so we print all this paper right. I, pat's <laughs> philosophy is that we'll be okay as long as we have trees to uh keep printing paper we'll just keep printing it and we'll be okay right so, uh, so we got the big, big value area today. Okay, the, the high is twenty nineteen and a quarter. Uh, VPOC is at uh, twenty sixteen and a quarter, and uh, we've got the bull bear zone at twenty eleven, and then way down.
down here in 
unless somebody else got to absorb all that supply. Right. I just don't know who can do that. There's well, you know, I, I, I had thought that when the, when the bonds were up at 160, 165, that they should be, they were unloading. Because at the time you had a lot of the, the people that were, the flight to quality now is not get out of, you know, get out of stocks and uh, go to bonds. When I was trading, when I first started trading, the flight to quality was get out of the equities, run the bonds. But you had, you had returns then, you had yield. Right. They, they still do that on these three days. Yeah, the flush on the downside, they, they'll, the bond market will be going up that day. Right. I mean, that relationship still exists. But the, there's the other existence right now, the other relationship because of global economies, when the other economies aren't doing well, they, they run out. So you got Germans, the Chinese, Japanese, uh, you know, Central America uh, buying U.S. bonds because I like to refer to us as the cleanest shirt in the dirty laundry. At this point, so um, and Dodd Frank made it, it's made it uh, mandatory. If you look at the reserves in banks now, the bank reserves have gone from very small reserves to you know, I think I think I saw the reserves at B of A is like 450 billion dollars in bonds, so uh. It, and and, and pre, uh, uh, pre 2008, it was, you know, very small amount of money. So I think that that's, uh, those are, those are uh, uh, important factors that, you know, they all, they're all moaning about that frame, but I guess the banks are healthier now. At the expense of consumers. But, yeah. You're right. I mean, the spread between loans and interest-bearing instruments for savers is just historical levels. What, what, yeah, what are you gonna get? Right, we can't. Yeah, you can't get anything in your savings. I'm gonna tell you a story. When I, when I, how, this is how I ended up at the Merck. So my father passed away. My mother had. I sold her, liquidated her house. I took their cash. They had two hundred thousand dollars in in liquid assets, right? And this is 1980. Um, interest rates were like at 17 percent or 18 percent, right? My mom. I bought her another house. Her bills were like eleven hundred dollars a month, maybe not even. They're probably a little lower, right? And I took two hundred thousand dollars in cash, and I put it in a two-year CD that was earning like seventeen percent, right? You should have put all that in zero coupons. Yeah, well, I didn't know what those were. <laughs> <laughs> all I know is I walked into the bank. I said seventeen percent at two hundred grand is thirty-four thousand dollars for the next two years. Her bills are twelve. We're ahead of the game, and it paid all my mom's bills. I ended up going to the work, and then you know the rest was sorry. And then she didn't need the seventeen percent because she, she had my brother and I support her the rest of her life. <laughs> so that's a that's a true story. I mean, you know, think about if you had a load of cash right now, could you really put it in bonds? You couldn't put it in bonds. You're gonna. Well, you were arguing with the guy today, right? What was the story? He was. They were paying you. Uh, um, oh yeah, yeah. I had a, I had a, a, a checking account with, uh, let's say it was, uh, you know, some money in there. Just you know, enough money that you would expect more than ten dollars in interest for the year. Right. And they try to charge me an eighteen dollar fee for the month. For the yeah, every month. Not, because the account balance failed me to ten thousand dollars for the first time this year. And uh, what a gaffe! And then, you know, obviously. Uh, it's such a high interest bearing account, right? I want to keep a lot 
10,000, they're going to charge me $18 a month, a month in fees. So. Oh, they reversed it. But you have to argue with them first. Yeah. But the answer. Any questions? Yeah. So a lot of our users are having uh, trouble with their entry points on trades. Do you help? Is there anything you guys can point in the right direction? People are having trouble with what? Entering. entering actually entering the trade with points to enter. Points to enter. Yes. Okay. Well, I guess it depends on your style. It depends on your risk tolerance. Uh, there's two ways you can do it. Well, here you could enter it at the bottom. <laughs> but if you if you uh, keep in mind the big picture, and uh, today we gave you the bull bear zone, that would be a great place to enter a trade. And if you don't wait for confirmation, you can have a, a let's say a two or three point stop, and you'll know if you get stopped out that you really are wrong and question but if you wait for confirmation by the time you get to the level you enter let's say it bounces at 2011 let's make this assumption and the market goes to 2015 or 2016 and you wait for the first little retracement to get in by then you still need to be below the bull bear zone two or three points so say 2008 2009 as a stop but your risk is much greater. So that's what you have to ask yourself. Do you want to risk two to three handles, knowing that if you get stopped out, the move is definitely not the right move. But if you're correct, your profit potential is huge, and you only risk two to three points. If you wait for confirmation, you have to risk possibly as much as six handles to know that you're wrong. And your reward potential is somewhat less because you're starting from so, I saw that. That should help, right? Everybody, and this is this is the beauty about trading, right? We can give you a lot of different uh, uh, scenarios, and so I'm going to take a look at the profile. All right, so I'm looking at overnight profile. I've got a high already of uh, 2023. To me, this looks unfinished, right? At 2013.75, we got the bull barrel zone at. 2011 right so i i kind of i would look like if the if we got down to the bull, bull bear zone let me look past that okay all right so we had a lot we had a couple of tops way up there you know 2012 2012 75 if they got down to this area right and filled in this this little bracket l here okay and that's why we got the bull bear zone right. today in that spot because we're just right right up you know, above the last row of single ticks here, but right. when you have L LM showing now, right. that's basically where we should support. Uh, and uh, a good place to put the stop would be below, below the uh, the single ticks, single prints. So below KL, which would be about two thousand nine or so. Right, uh, two thousand nine up here. Move right. up a little, yeah, like right there. Right. Okay, so we we could retrace through these. Uh, single prints, but most likely we'll, we should bounce. Uh, at least that's the first. We, have, we always have to think in hypotheses and we have to think in scenarios. So obviously we're bullish today, but uh, if we go right through the bull bear zone, uh, fill the single prints and don't bounce from there, then we, we, we would change the scenario intraday. 
So, all right. So also, for everyone who's been following us, uh, following uh, me all throughout the week for the last couple months. So Friday, this is the only thing that is making me a little suspect of will we have a, a trend day on a Friday, right? So typically the last uh, couple of months on Friday, we've been making big ranges in the, in the uh, IV range. And then uh, uh, we uh, uh, spend the rest of the day yeah. filling in the range and consolidating. So yeah, by the way, since we uh, printed the research this morning, we're back to uh, basically a balanced, balanced session. You know, they, yeah. they already corrected the imbalance, right? Slightly an inch short. It's already been corrected. So the key is going to be bracket B. If we get a big opening drive that just keeps uh, an opening drive, will mean that the market just Open opens drive, up yeah. and just rallies institutions buying, right? And they get in. You know, institutions are in there buying in. With both hands, as I like to right. say, high volume, right? And uh, and then you know, bracket C would open up. You'd have a very little uh, uh, retracement, and then continue back up to the upside. So, um, you know, so I'm I'm a little cautious. Cautious, not that I'm not bullish. I'm bullish, and I think the market's going right. to 20, 49 half, 20, 50. Um, it just may not happen today. So, right. well, the first clue will be we take out the overnight high, right? Uh, most days. We either take out the high or take out the low of the overnight session. Uh, I think the, the chances of taking out one or the other are in the upper 90 percent. Right. It's not uh, not very often that we take out both the high and the low of the overnight session. Right. So, so if we take out the high, remember we have single prints here at 23 half. I would look for the market to accelerate from 23 half up to 28 and a quarter. All right. I don't. Is there any other questions? They want a copy of the trading rules so they can start preparing for the funding program. We'll put those out. Not yet. Because yeah, well, we have a new site that's coming out, so we'll, yeah. everything will be on the new site. Got it. Yeah. All right, uh, everyone. Oh, back. let me uh, stop sharing. All right, so we're back here. Pat's got his motorcycle. Yeah, I'm, I'm a motorcyclist. So. He's a motorcyclist. He's got a crotch rocket. It's really not, really not a motorcycle. Hey, I'm a young guy. You know, like, I, like, I, I had a Harley. Rocket. I'm a Harley guy. I'm more, I'm more like a Harley. I had a leather jacket and everything. Right. All right. And got you're, my, missing, you're missing something. Though. A big, big, large woman to sit on the back. What? No, a tattoo. <laughs> you don't have a tattoo. No, no, I don't you have any tattoos. A real Harley guy. No, tattoos, tattoos. no tattoos. Okay. No tattoos. No right. tattoos. You know, you know what's gonna happen. We're all going to be in nursing homes at 90 years old. All the tattoos that were on your arms are going to be by your ankle. Yeah, that's you got right. Them on your, if you got them on your chest, they'll be by your waist. Yeah, that's right. Everything will start sagging. Yeah, but we don't have tattoos. Western Illinois this weekend. <laughs> A.B. Joe last weekend. Four catches, 120 yards, a touchdown. Sean Pat him on TV. He goes, hey, your son's on TV? Pat actually won, watches no sports. So the Cubs are going crazy here. I don't have time. Night. I got to do all this research for yeah, that's right. <laughs> Get back in the computer room. You don't even like sports. But anyway, uh, West Illinois, Northern Iowa, big game this week. We're the best offense in the conference. They're the best defense. I don't like sports, but who's in better shape? Yeah. Look at me. Who's in better shape? And I'm older than he is, too. Bye. <laughs> what are you, like 74, 75? You look good for that. Yeah, I do. <laughs> 
All right. And Pat's going back next next week. We'll be back in Houston. And uh, but you know we've got a, we, we really did get a lot accomplished this week. We did. And um, we're moving towards getting the site up and running. So uh, everybody, thanks for following us, and uh, good luck trading today. Have a good weekend. Thank <laughs> you.